1: Chris Kiefer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and the one and only Race Tech.
0: Hey, what's up? Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, and street bikes low prices, unparalleled customer service, Aiden, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source
1: where you can go shopping and spend a little bit of some money for the holiday.
0: That's right. For all of you husbands out there listening to this and you got some wives, send them over to RockyMountainATVMC.com. It'll help you out. And, of course, don't forget about Fly Racing. Probably, I am not want to say probably, I'm going to say 99.9%. That is my favorite gear to wear, Aiden. Man. Okay, we're just going to keep moving it along before Aiden blows this whole thing here. But, hey, thank you to the guys at Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com, Max, JT, Paul, James. So many guys that have helped us on this podcast and have helped me through my career. So, thank you guys. If you guys are going to go buy some new gear for this holiday season, go check out flyracing.com. They got a lot of things. They got stuff for dirt bikes. Um, you're a BMX rider, they got BMX gear. If you're a snowmobiler, they got snow gear, Aiden.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, they got a lot of stuff. So head over there, check them out and if you want to purchase the stuff, you know where to do it, rmatvmc.com and Race Tech. Aiden knows a little thing about Race Tech. They did the KX85 suspension that he loved. We will talk about that a little bit as well, Aiden. But head over there, Racetech.com. They can change your seals. They can change the bushings, change your oil, revalves, even engine work, Aiden. They want to do some engine work for you this year so you rip on your 85.
1: I'm down. let's do it.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Check them out. Racetech.com. So, hey, good job on the intro, buddy. Thank you. We are Chris Kiefer and Aiden Kiefer, and we are the Kiefer family, and we are here to talk about...
1: The 85 Shootout.
0: 2019 85 Shootout that finally wrapped up. Holy crap, man. That's been an undertaking for me out here. It's it's a lot of work to wrangle kids. It's a lot of work to get them to talk, for one. Um, I was going to do this podcast in a format like my normal 450 and 250 shootouts, but to get kids to talk more than one or two sentences after a question is tough, Aiden. So that's why you're here with me because I know you can actually speak a little bit because I'm here looking at your face and I'm going to make you talk. (laughs) You get nervous?
1: Yes. Why do you get nervous? Because it's going to go out to millions of people.
0: Millions. If only we were that lucky, Aiden. <laughs> if we had millions of listeners, we would be rich.
1: I mean, hey, if you were ex-friends, maybe you would have millions.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, um, so yeah, this podcast, I wanted to bring Aiden into the studio. And we're going to rip off the results. And we're going to get some of Aiden's opinions on the bikes. So you kids out there, um, or actually you parents out there, grab your kids. This is a parent and kid-friendly podcast. Since Aiden is in the studio, I will keep the cussing to 0.0 today. No Heather's here today.
1: Sorry. Well,
0: Mom's not here, so you know how Mom gets sometimes. Mom's <laughs> worse than me. So, But Mom isn't here, so it's just you and me, buddy. And we're going to talk about these 85s and why we like dirt bikes so much. And hey, think about this. What you say on this microphone and to this podcast will help other kids make a decision on what they ride. So... You know, it's kind of a big deal. So it's kind of cool that you're out there um, riding these bikes that other kids can't... You know, a lot of people can't do this. So you're very lucky, you know? Yeah. So we had eight kids total in the shootout this year. And we had a total of five motorcycles. We had a Cowie, KTM, Husky, Yamaha, and a Suzuki. All 85s. Uh, Growing up, little story. I started out on a... Yamaha YZ-80, Aiden. They didn't make 85s. And my mom used to go outside in the front yard. Your grandma. She was in a wheelchair, of course. You know this, right? Yes. So um, she used to have like a little rag like we have in the garage. And that's how I would practice my starts.
1: She would wave the flag?
0: She would hold up the, the rag. And then when she would drop the rag, that's when I would go. And another little tidbit here, is my dad hated when I made dirt marks in the yard. You remember that story? No, you're not. So I used to make berms and things on my bicycle in the yard, and I used to do these, I used to ride around the house, you know, because we live in the desert, so we have some property, and I used to make a track while my dad was gone, but before my dad got home, on my YZ-80, I had to rake everything up before my dad got home, because if he saw a track when he pulled up at night, Oh my gosh. You think you've seen me mad? Imagine Papa mad. You've seen a little bit of that, right?
1: Yeah, I have seen a little bit of that.
0: Compared to me, who's scarier, me or Papa? Your dad. Right. So that's what I was dealing with, bro. So be lucky. So um, so yeah, anyway, I grew up on a YZ80. Probably one of the most fun bikes I remember. Didn't have disc brakes. Aiden had drum brakes. Do you know what drum brakes are?
1: No, I did not know what Before
0: disc, are. you know what the disc brakes are, right?
1: Yes.
0: You know the disc on the wheel that you yeah. need to break? Yeah. Well, before that, they had drum brakes, which was, there's no disc. It was just a black piece on the wheel, and drum brakes weren't nearly as strong as disc brakes. So, when I first got my KX80 that had a rear disc, because rear discs were rare on 80s, I thought I was cool as crap, dude. I thought, oh my gosh, I am so cool. Like, this is awesome. So, and you know what? Growing up, too, I, I went out in the garage a lot. Your age, 12 years old. I'd go wash my bikes, you know. Yeah, I actually washed my own bikes, Aiden. Unlike some other spoiled kids.
1: I washed my bike? What are you talking about?
0: You did recently just started doing this.
1: Uh, no, you barely even wash your bike. You make me oh do my. it. Oh my,
0: yeah, now I do. That's what kids are for, make do work for the parents. <laughs> so. Time to Uh, No. So anyway, um, so I would go wash my bikes and come back in the garage. And I would literally spend an hour, hour and a half out in the garage WD-40ing um, things. You know what WD-40 is? No, we do not know what WD-40 you is. You know what MPPL is? Yes. Same thing. Oh. And... I thought I would shine my whole bike, so I would spray the crap out of my whole motorcycle with this WD-40 slash MPPL.
1: Let me guess, your dad got mad at you for that, too. No,
0: I just would really want to shine my bike up every day, So, but little did I know that it made your bike slippery, right? Yeah. And it just, I could never, I, was, what, I always wondered why, like, I couldn't stick on my seat.
1: You you, you wd 40 your seat? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So finally my dad came home one day and was like, Why is everything so shiny? And then when I would go right in the dust, all the dust would stick to it. So he's like, Look, listen, don't put W D forty on the seat, don't put W D forty on your on your frame, don't put W D forty on your brakes. And that's how I learned. You so
1: put W D forty on your brakes. Yeah.
0: So you gotta make sure don't ever do that, kids listening out there. So Anyway, this is the 85 shootout. I'm sorry I'm rambling on like an old man, but I just thought it'd be cool to share some stories with you. Maybe you haven't heard that, Aiden. So, Nope. Um, so here are some scores i gonna rip off to you guys. So if you go to KieferInkTesting.com right now, the 85 shootout is up and it's live and you can read all about the bikes. But this podcast is more of like the results, what Aiden thought of each bike, and the things that he liked and disliked. The kids... Had some notes to write after each day, and we only had two days, um, and and a photo day, of course. Uh, The Suzuki was late to the game. Suzuki was busy getting their RM85 ready, so it did miss a photo day. And we only got to spend a day and a half on that, so it did miss a half a day. Um, But nonetheless, we got enough time on it to get a result, and the kids had some notes. Um, Of course, dealing with kids, the notes aren't that detailed, But I've been around a little bit, and I can read between the lines, and I can kind of translate to you out there um, what they said. So thank you to the mom and dads and the kids that helped me do this. And, of course, thank you to my kid, Um, even though he reaps the benefits of what I do. This isn't real life, son. If dad didn't do this for a living, we would be on Struggle Street getting bikes. So just know that. Do you understand this?
1: Yes, I understand this.
0: Okay. So... um, uh, so yeah, so the KTM and Husky was um, basically they tied for first, Aiden.
1: Because they're the same bike, basically, except
0: exactly. So you're right. So unlike the big bikes, Aiden, the 450 and the 250, they are quote unquote the same, but they have little differences like airbox, swing arm, muffler, things like that that are different about the two. But according to KTM and Husqvarna, these two bikes are identical. There is nothing different about these bikes besides plastic and color okay okay so we decided the kids didn't really did the kids couldn't tell the difference between the two um and if they did and i'd ask them, why do you like one or the other what was the what was the answer why they would like
1: because the KTM was orange and right. the Husky was white.
0: Right. So some of the kids gravitated towards the orange bike because it's orange, right? It pops a little bit, a little bit brighter color. Um, but nonetheless, KTM and Husqvarna won simply because they had great engines, right? Exactly. And what did you like about the engines on those two bikes?
1: I liked how it come out of corners and stuff. It would pull better and like it wouldn't get all twitchy.
0: So what's twitchy? What does that mean when you say twitchy? Like? Like coming into corners on fast something, something. Yeah. So um, it was stable. Yes. Um, And so for me, as I'm viewing the kids ride and watching them all ride these bikes, uh, I can kind of pick up on some things as well. Watching Aiden and the kids ride the KTM and Husqvarna, you can just see out of corners, simply the bike just pulls harder. Um, I wrote this on keyforinktesting.com. If you are a novice or you're just coming from a 65, maybe the KTM and the Husqvarna aren't so good for you because they're fast, right? Uh Uh-huh. Like, I think these are race bikes. Like, they come ready to go.
1: Yes, they are. That's why KTM's motto is ready to race.
0: That's right. So, um, this KTM and Husqvarna engine packages are very potent. Um, I would say they're race-ready and they come jetted pretty dang good they're nice and crisp but also we did notice especially with you and you mentioned that you like the husk of arna jetting better because of why it, it
1: like it was crisper at the bottom end it, it was it pulled better at the bottom end
0: so rpm response was a little better yes it was so quick rpm response and i can kind of pick that up watching the kids too like just when the kids would rev the engine um, on the Husqvarna in the air, it would spool up a little bit quicker and sound like it revved out a little farther. Like when you would go scrub and you'd be like, it would like go up quicker and it sounded crisper. It did. So,
1: but on the KTM, it sounded like when you would scrub and then rev in the air, be like, yeah.
0: So, was that pretty good? Do that one more time. <laughs> it sounds like a cat. <laughs> Jeez. So uh, suspension-wise, air fork, as you guys know, I do not like air forks. Um, KTM AER stuff is the best air fork there is, of course, that we've gone over that as well. But the kids didn't notice anything about the air fork at all. Like I asked them, I asked each individual kid, and a lot of kids liked it. The benefit with the air fork on these two bikes is that you can really dial it in for the weight of the child. I had um, 10 to 14 year old kids ride this ride these bikes, and they varied in weight from 70 pounds to over what Zane Zane was what? Zane was like 115.
1: 100, yeah,
0: 115 pounds. So, and you're how much do you weigh? 90
1: pounds. 90
0: pounds. So, um, you could dial in the fork. I feel like more for these kids than you can adults, and they're not as picky, and you can just see how. The ride balance of these two bikes just seemed to be better than the others out there. Except for one. There was one that was raved about that we will get to. The color was blue, so that wasn't shocking. But um, the air fork on the KTM Husqvarna is very easy to adjust. They do not pump up as much as bigger bikes. I checked this several times after the kids were riding it. And air pressure doesn't go up as much. Um, as they do on the bigger bikes so I've asked you this and I don't even know if you know but just give me an honest opinion when you ride I'm going to give a Yamaha fork and then you get on this KTM or Husqvarna do you notice anything
1: um no not really the only thing I notice is that the fork on the Husqvarna and the KTM are a little bit stiffer than all the other bikes
0: Let's see, and that's that's basically what the other kids said too. Like the the front end was a little bit sits a little bit taller, and just a little bit firmer of a feel uh, than that of the Yamaha spring fork. So just know um, going in that if you do ride a big bike and you're on an air fork and you dislike it, like me, um, these kids are not going to be as picky as we are. And the performance of the air fork is pretty good for that size of rider and age. So. Um, don't be scared off by the air fork and it's reliable I haven't really had a failure on these AER forks so don't be scared of that as well um, chassis wise we kind of briefly talked about that a little bit but you said they're stable but we talked about this before the show started and I asked you what you liked and you talked about weight feeling what did you think about side-to-side movement And you said it you said it felt light
1: yes I think the KTM was just a little bit lighter and all the other bikes.
0: And where do you feel that at, like, on the track? Like, where do you I feel? I feel that
1: in the ruts and insides.
0: Like, going into an si- inside yes. corner?
1: Yes, going to an inside corner. I feel like the KTM just a little bit more lighter than the Husqvarna.
0: Right. Um, which is very close. Again, um, I mentioned to that to some other kids, and they mentioned that, Although the Yamaha did feel light because it has peppy bottom end power, they couldn't quite make the insides like they could on the KTM and Husqvarna simply because um, the the two bikes felt lighter than the Yamaha. So the Yamaha was going outside of corners versus trying to dive into the insides like these kids could do it on the orange and the white bike. So again, kudos to KTM and Husqvarna for building race bikes. You know, I think it's pretty cool. I wish I had those kind of bikes uh, when I was growing up and You said, you're part of the Orange Brigade now, I feel. Like, don't tell Mom that, dude. She will go, she's not down with the Orange Brigade as much as we are.
1: (laughs) You're part of the Husky. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying.
0: We both enjoy these bikes. But, Mom's not.
1: Only if she knew.
0: So if you had, let's say you had, well, let's get to that, too. So the KTM Husqvarna is about... $1,000 1000 to $1,500 more money than the other bikes in this shootout. But, let's say you did have that money, Aiden. Let's say you earned it. Wow, imagine that. Imagine you <laughs> earning some money. Man. Where would you spend your money? You had one bike to buy for the rest of the year. That's your bike for the year. What bike are you choosing?
1: I would buy... Um, that's a hard decision. Let me think.
0: Well, we can't think because this is radio, so...
1: I would think... I would rather buy the KTM because I feel like it's lighter coming to corners, like I said, and it, it's not that hard to corner. And I feel like the KTM is just a little bit faster than the Husqvarna.
0: Now, since you're my kid, I'm going to ask you this question: Do the color preference make a difference to you? Yes. Okay. So you like the orange color. Now, is that because of the color on the bike or the color of your gear sets that you can match to the bike? Both. Okay, so I have created semi of a monster here. Um, So you think your gear would match up better on orange bikes than it would be a white bike?
1: Yes, I think my gear sets are prime with a KTM.
0: Would you like KTM... Pant patches on your on your gear. Yeah. So if Roger was listening to this from seven, you would you would be cool with like KTM patches on your legs.
1: Well, I mean, but the thing that would suck is that like let's say we have to give the KTM back, right? Yeah. And I'm stuck with. Well, it's
0: your bike. You bought it, remember? That's an. Oh yeah, your...
1: yeah, 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 definitely yes. Okay.
0: Yes. So he's Orange Brigade now, people. He has flipped. I am so sorry to hear this because I have been a Blue Crew member for years and years. I love Blue Crew. And now my son has turned to Orange Brigade Life, which I understand. I, uh, I completely understand right now, especially in, in my time of my life right now with uh, this Rockstar edition that I'm, I'm running around. So so there you go. First place, congratulations. KTM and Husqvarna tying for first place. Great machines. Third place, which was really close. And I'll, I'll give the points here. Um, 10 points total for the KTM and Husqvarna for first. Coming in at third, because KTM and Husqvarna tied, is Yamaha YZ85 with 14 points. Aiden, when you first got on this Yamaha, you loved it.
1: Yes, I did love it. But once they added that power valve, I loved it even more.
0: Yeah, so Aiden was on previous generation Yamaha YZ85 without the power valve. He got a power valve, and he just seemed to ride the bike a little bit better in the corners. Like It was more modulated. It wasn't so um, on-off, real pipey before the power valve. Now it's a little bit more controllable, especially for his string bean arms. I've been trying to get him to work out more, but um, for kids that are a little bit um, less skilled and maybe a little bit weaker, I want to say, the Yamaha is excellent. Because although the Yamaha is fast, right?
1: Yes, Yamaha is pretty fast.
0: Um, just not quite as much on top end as the KTM Husqvarna. But to me and in other kids in the shootout, they said the Yamaha was a little bit better in the bottom end. Would you agree or no?
1: Yes, I would agree. So yes.
0: they said right out of corners, they just had a little bit more brat, more bark.
1: Yes, I would agree with that.
0: So Yamaha has good bottom end power just not the mid-to-top-end pulling power like the KTM and Husqvarna has. That's no surprise to me because this is the MO for KTM and Husqvarna throughout their whole line of bikes, or motocross machines. So to see that the the top two are a little bit better on top, then the Yamaha is no surprise here. Yamaha has been known for bottom-end, and they do have a great engine. And the jetting is crisp. The jetting comes spot on.
1: If I had to compare the Husky and the Yamaha, it would be a tie with the jetting. Really? Yes.
0: So it would rev out as good?
1: Yes, it would rev out as good as the Husqvarna.
0: And the Yamaha sits lower to the ground, doesn't it, than the KTM and the Husqvarna?
1: Yes. Well, I feel can like... Can you
0: flat foot on a Yamaha? Like no. when you sit?
1: No. I can flat foot on a Cowie.
0: Okay. So, But you are you really tippy to- tippy-toed on the orange and white bikes?
1: Mm, no, I'm not like I'm not like hanging off the side of it trying to sit. But
0: so other kids notice that they can sit better on the Yamaha cockpit than they can on the KTM Husqvarna. Do you agree, or do you notice that?
1: Mm, no, I never really noticed that.
0: So that was the consensus of the shootout. Maybe not for Aiden, but um, the rider triangle. Aiden, do you know what that is?
1: I do not know what the rider triangle is.
0: Can you take a guess on what a rider triangle could be?
1: Um, shifty, brakes, bar
0: position. No. Nice try, though. So the rider triangle is when you sit on the motorcycle, okay? Let's say you're in the garage right now sitting on your Yamaha YZ85, right? Yes. It's the position from your hands to the bars, your butt on the seat, and your feet on the pegs. Three parts. So right here, sitting on the bike. That's three points. That's called the rider triangle. And a lot of the kids in the shootout liked the rider triangle better because it fit a wide range of riders. It wasn't too tall. wasn't too short. It just seemed really nice for all the sizes of riders we had. Right in the middle? Right in the middle. It's kind of just like that good, nice part. You know, like when you eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and that middle part's really nice?
1: Like, yes, yes. Yeah, with the pizza.
0: Mm. Yeah, like you eat the pizza and you leave the crust for mom, right? Yep. That's what the Yamaha YZ85 is, that middle piece of pizza that you love so much. Yes,
1: indeed. Mm.
0: (laughs) So another thing uh, the kids raved about on this bike is the front fork and the suspension balance of this bike. You said you're all in on the air fork, right?
1: Air fork, number one.
0: But other kids said that the plushness and the comfort of the Yamaha 85 was nice in that small bump, that choppy stuff that you know, we get at Comp Edge and Sunrise. Yeah. They said that the Yamaha was just a little bit more stable and planted feeling than the KTM and Husqvarna. I'm
1: going to have to disagree.
0: And why is that, Aiden?
1: I feel like I'm more stable on the KTM and the Husky. Really? More than the Yamaha.
0: How many times do you crash?
1: Do not even have to talk about that? <laughs>
0: yeah, we do gotta talk about that. <laughs> We'll get that to the end. I'm going to mark that down right here. Technique, Aiden, talk to Aiden about technique. Okay. Um, So the Yamaha, I think, most pretty unanimously had the best suspension in class. It just didn't have that fun factor for the kids to the mid to top end. I think that's what hurt it. Um, As far as the package, you know, I went to put Aiden on a bike after he got off 65s. I put him on a YZ85, and he grew into that well. And that was... You loved that bike. And you spent a lot of time on the Yamaha.
1: I did. I rode that for probably uh, two years, probably. Yeah,
0: and then you went to the 2019 YZ85 intro with me. And you were freaking out how good. You like, this is powerful, the best bike. Powerful, power valve, yeah. power valve, Yeah, he was freaking out. He loves the bike. Um, You'd have no problem owning this bike.
1: No, I would not have no problem.
0: What would, what would be the first thing, modification, you would do to the YZ85? Uh,
1: Probably... I don't remember. Does a, does a Yamaha come with crossbar?
0: Uh No, it's a fat bar style.
1: Then not change the bars. I would put a piping silencer on it.
0: What would you go with? FMF. There you go. That's good. They're an advertiser on the show. Did you know that?
1: No, I did not know that. All
0: right, so that's the truth. Good job, son. He <laughs> didn't know, but he picked the right one. Good job. So Yamaha, third place, great bike. Um, For those of you guys, weekend warriors, kids just getting on the 85, maybe not full race mode, I would say the YZ85 is great. And also, you know what? To take that back, the YZ85 is awesome if you are competitive in racing. I think it's fast enough to do it, especially on the bottom end. What we call recovery time in the testing world. Do you know what that is, Aiden? I
1: don't know what recovery time is.
0: So recovery time is you're coming out of a corner and you're too high of a gear. What happens?
1: You over-rev and... No,
0: too high of a gear. Oh. So you're like coming out roll.
1: you're bog.
0: Yeah, you're bogging, right? So what do you what do you do when you bog at, coming out of a corner?
1: Um clutch it.
0: You fan the clutch, right? Yes. And what does that sound like?
1: All
0: right, that's Aiden. That's what I see my son doing. Like he's a four-stroke rider deep down, but he doesn't I want to accept like four
1: it. like four-stroke.
0: I tried to get him on a CRF 150 and he just wouldn't do it. Nope. So anyway, Aiden, my son, lovely son here, he likes to ride a gear high. And I tell him, Aiden, you got to downshift one more time in that corner. But Aiden doesn't listen to Dad. Shocking. Right?
1: No. I'm
0: sure if some other dude told you, you would be like, okay, no problem, I'll do that. So anyway, when, you, when you're fanning the clutch, that's what we call recovery time. How quick you can come back from your mistake. So it's the rider's mistake coming out of a corner. You're like, ah, 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 ah. The Yamaha has
1: that recovery time. Yes,
0: because the bottom end. So we would like to have some of that recovery time for kids because obviously when you're learning to ride, you make a lot of mistakes. So these top three bikes have the best recovery time. So just know that as well. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it but I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Scosche. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to scosche.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your droid, your iPhone, they have magic mounts, they have wireless chargers, they have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house, I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Scosche Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, Award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out. Scosche.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Scosche develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Scosche finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. Fifty countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Scosche is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, S-C-O-K-T-25. That's S-C-O-K-T-25. Use that code when you go to Scosche.com, get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. If you want to hit me up, Chris at KeeferIncTesting.com, I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, Scosche. Scosche.com. You looking for some good oil out there? I know you are because I get a lot of questions to my email inbox about oil. Heck, I'm at the track. People stop me and ask about oil on the Pulp MX show. Lots of callers. What oil should I run? So I'm going to let you on a little secret. I've been testing an oil that's called MotoBlood. Bloodlubricants.com. Go check them out over there at bloodlubricants.com. Go view everything they have. There's all different kinds of oils. You got an ATV, you got a street bike, you got a UTV, Or you got a YZ450F in your garage. Blood Lubricants has an oil for you. okay? Jefferson Green, he's been in the oil industry for a long time, since 1983. But he's been a motorcycle enthusiast for longer than that. So he wanted to create an oil that was good, that lasted a long time and didn't break down, and even cooled your engines down a little bit more than you're used to. Because, heck, I'm going to tell you something straight up. Was testing this stuff couple months did a lot of temperature readings engine temps were always anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees cooler with the moto blood 1040 and you want to even know something that's crazier it's a hundred percent fully synthetic oil you guys know me synthetic wasn't my choice when it comes to some bikes right i ran it in the yamaha and i ran it in the honda wasn't too stoked on synthetic oils well went and tried this no slippage no drag 100% synthetic, it 100% works. So hey, go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Mention kefir in your order, please order, and get 25% off. It's that easy. And if you guys have any questions about this oil, hit me up over at chris at kefirinktesting.com. I can discuss more what it does for you, what it does for your bike. But hey, it's in my test bikes right now. I've had zero failures. It's really reliable oil. It's very good. 100% synthetic. Go check them out. Bloodlubricants.com. One of my first sponsors ever was FMF Racing. I wrote resumes. That's right. Handwriting for you young bucks out there. Handwritten resumes and mailed them out. Licked the stamps. Sent them off their way onto every company that had an address in these magazines that I looked at when I was younger. I was a 125 novice, 14 years old, sent my resume off, and I literally camped out by the mailbox every night hoping to get something back that says, we've accepted your sponsorship, now you're a rider. And you know what? One day, guess what showed up? A letter from FMF Racing. And you know what it said inside of it? Congratulations, Chris. You just got 60% off. Can you imagine that? 125 novice, 60% off. Dude, I thought I made it. I thought I was in. I couldn't wait to tell my dad that he was going to save money, and we're going to buy like 87 silencers and pipes now because we saved so much money. (laughs) Nonetheless, those guys were on board with me a long time ago when I was very young, and now they're back on board with this podcast. I think it's very cool, and thank you, Little D. And you guys know I don't want any advertiser on here unless I back their products and I back FMF racing and the quality that it comes with. For forty five years they've approached everything they do at FMF as riders first. That's why it means the world to them to be on top of every major reader survey. Okay? They want to make exhaust systems that you want. They want to make exhaust systems they want. So it makes sense. It's they're stoked when they hear guys say Hey, man, I love your product. Trust me. I've been around Little D long enough. He loves that stuff. There's nothing more joyful in a guy's business to know that their products work. Same thing goes for my podcast, guys. So founder Don Emler is hands-on today as he was in the beginning. He's out there grinding, welding. Quality is his first concern. He builds everything from the ground up in the USA where he can oversee and control manufacturing. At FMF, they approach everything with the same mentality. Whether you're playing on the trails or backing the fastest names in racing, they set out to be number one. Thanks to all of you, fellow riders, we're leading the pack. They are leading the pack because of you guys out there buying the product. So as you guys know, you guys go back into my podcast, I talk about FMF, great products. Head over to fmfracing.com, get yourself set up, go look and see what they offer because they offer a lot. If you have any questions, hit me up chris at com, and i'll answer them for you thanks fmf thanks to the guys over at 60 helmets that's right they're on board with the com, keefer tested podcast we thank them for joining us you have a street bike a dirt bike or do you pedal you have a mountain bike head over to 60 helmets.com check out the full line of helmets they offer i'm sure they have a helmet for you hey i get questions all the time keefer What helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven. I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at Sixty Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keiferinctesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets. Hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D. Screen. Done.com. I hate it when they put sirens in commercials. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time.
1: I wish I had that shirt. would cover my boy boobs nicely.
0: ScreenPrintingDone.com Make kick-ass t-shirts. It's made with bits of real Panther. We get it
1: done. So you know it's good. ScreenPrintingDone.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Bl- 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 screen
0: okay, coming in with 25 points, Kawasaki KX85. Aiden also has a lot to do with this bike. He had 2017.
1: Mm, was it? No, I think it was Yeah, an no, 18. you had a
0: seventeen and an eighteen. Oh yeah, I did. And then we had Race Tech do the suspension on it for you. Last year. That you loved.
1: Yes indeed.
0: You were the milestone assassin every time on that Kawasaki out there, right? After yep. school program, go to milestone, evening session, the summertime, you loved it.
1: Yes I did.
0: Here's the deal with the Kawasaki. We have some notes written down about the Kawasaki. Dislikes, first thing right off the bat, And what didn't you like about it?
1: Um bar positioning.
0: So a lot of the riders were cramped, especially the kids that were taller. The way the bars are, it's just old school. It's swept back. Howie needs to update that stuff, man. Um, it's just, you can see it right away. Aiden didn't spend about three months on it. He got back on it. He grew a little bit. And I was like, wow, you look very big on that thing, you know? Remember when we broke this thing in? You, you First thing you said was?
1: It's very small.
0: Yeah, it just looks small. So it's a longer bike, wheelbase, and cramped on the ergos. So a lot of kids ranked it down because of the ergos. Now the engine, you want to give us a little bit about the engine?
1: Engine was, it was strong.
0: You said, you mentioned to me before the show that you thought it was thought it was stable, but it was good and planted feeling.
1: Yes, I thought it was very stable and it never really got any head shake or anything.
0: The suspension is a little bit soft, you said as well?
1: Yeah, the suspension was very soft. I did so, not like it.
0: You're 90 pounds soft, and that's where Race Tech came in and helped Aiden out. They uh, they redid the suspension, and for those Kawasaki owners out there, a huge thing is a link. They have a knuckle and a link for those bikes that really help this whole balance of the bike out and helps it corner. So if you're looking for that, I can give you a link to where the buy the. I can give you a link to where to buy the link. So uh, um, I'm trying to think of the the company. Pr2, yeah two, yes PR2 is the company that makes the link that's really good even racetech recommended them to use that so um, so if you are in the market to to upgrade your suspension on your kx85 just make sure your suspension company hopefully you're going to racetech but if you're not make sure they know you're going to use a link so they can um, revalve accordingly and that um, is
1: why racetech is the number one suspension out there
0: wow man I should have you do my commercials
1: all right, I'm done. Oh, How much
0: am I getting paid? Oh, here we go. You, you get a, you get a bike. How's that sound? Deal. All right. So, um, again, suspension was soft, a little cramped, low end power wasn't that great. One, this thing was it? No, it
1: wasn't that
0: great. It's it's jetted a little fat. You know what fat means?
1: I do not know what fat means.
0: So fat in the motorcycle world means rich. You know what rich sounds like on a bike?
1: Uh, it doesn't it cut out a lot. Hmm. Because when I rode Jackson's well, bike okay. at Colorado, mm-hmm. his bike was jetted, uh-huh. fat, and it would like go. There you go. go. Yeah. Ba-ba-ba. So that's,
0: I guess, cutting out is a little is a different term, but we we call we call blubbery. So blah 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 blah. That's kind of like rich fat, which yes. sound. And then with a lean sound, you know, the lean sounding.
1: Uh, no, I do not.
0: Lean sound is like ah pa pa pa. It has like a little. Like a little spit, like a pop. Sometimes that... Yeah, that's
1: what it sounded like.
0: Okay, so maybe it was lean. But the Kawasaki comes a little fat. Takes a little while to warm up. Uh, It's just a little lethargic down low. And then it screams in the mid to top end. But my recommendation to you guys out there is raise the clip one to two positions. And that helps us by clean up a lot. And we did that with ours here. And that... um, prevents it from oozing out the silencer, some, you know, some oil, excuse me, some oil, and then kind of helps that starting procedure, helps it crispen up a little bit, and makes that plug look nice and brown. Where's the spark plug at, Aiden, on a bike?
1: Um, Spark plug is right beneath the gas, right?
0: Where the cylinder head is. Yes. There you go. All right. Um, So... You I'm gonna give a little inside story to everybody out there. Jet Reynolds. Oh boy. We were at my uh no. Zaka.
1: Monster Cup too.
0: You love it. Out of all the bikes, what looks the sickest when they're modded up? KX. Right. Why is that?
1: I don't know. It's probably it's probably the green.
0: Yeah. The green oh it's the green. Here we go with the colors the again. So KX eighty five, I'm telling you, um, that thing can be modded out. Mitch and the guys over at Pro Circuit know how to build a bike, a KX85. And I really want Aiden to ride a good KX85 this year just to see what it's like. Because, man, when you listen to Jet Reynolds' bike, dude, how good does that thing sound?
1: It does sound pretty good with a Pro Circuit pipe and silencer. The other thing's thing is
0: crispy. So they are made to run very fast. So... Like I said, any of these bikes in the shootout will be made, if you guys are racing to made, uh, rocket ships. So do not worry about that. But I'm just kind of ripping you guys off some things. Stock form. Um, blue collar family wants to go buy their child a bike. What's better? And um, and all these bikes have their place for all different types of kids and families. Like I said, KTM Husqvarna, great race bike. Yamaha, pretty much all around good bike. And this Kawasaki I think also would be another great bike for a kid coming off of a 65 because it's a smaller rider triangle. And when Aiden first got off of a 65, he hopped on an 85 and it fit you pretty well. Yes, it did. And we used to go out in the back and ride in the desert and you could fall over and pick it up yourself. You oh, didn't have to yell at Dad, Dad, I crashed. So he'd pick it up himself and he could, he was able to start it because it sat lower to the ground, so um, which I thought was nice, so less work for Dad. Um, rounding up. Fifth place. Go ahead. Say it.
1: The Suzuki.
0: But it's not bad, right?
1: No, it's not bad.
0: Dude. Okay, so I always talk about you don't have a pre-notion going into testing. You know, don't be brainwashed. I tell Aiden that all the time. Doesn't matter what color it is. You don't have no idea. It could be great. It could be a great bike. Dude, the minute we started this thing, what was, this, what was our faces like? Shocked. Like... What? Give him, a, give him a little snippet of what, what we did.
1: Mm-hmm. Like.
0: So I'll be the RM85, and you be you be uh, you and me. Okay, ready?
1: I got
0: it. get, get, get. Oh,
1: this thing's crisp, man.
0: Dang. We thought, when we started this thing, we're like, dude, Aiden doesn't know this. Aiden, well, you do know this. Buddy Antonez. You I know trained- Budman,
1: right? I changed with him.
0: Yeah, so Budman was the man on 80s, dude. I'm talking, he's the gnarliest eighty. He would smoke Jet, he would smoke Carson, all those dudes. Budman was a gnarly on an 80, dude. And Suzuki sponsored Budman for years. So that's what I went to directly in my mind when I started this thing up, was Buddy Antonez ripping World Mini at Vegas on an RM80. And honestly, when you look at the bike... It doesn't look much different than when Buddy was racing it. (laughs) No, it doesn't. It looks pretty damn close, man. Uh, It's dated. It looks... The plastic looks old and dated. The bars, Aiden, give the listeners out there a little sniff about the bars.
1: They're short.
0: And they're swept back. And they're so steel-looking. Richard
1: Carmichael bars. Dude,
0: so there's just a lot of updates Suzuki needs to do, but don't let... Don't judge a book by its cover because this engine is pretty dang good, Aiden. So bottom-end delivery is good, right?
1: Yes, it is.
0: So I would say it rivals the Yamaha YZ-80. It's kind of what the kids say. Really good out of the corners. And this thing can corner well, right?
1: Yes, it can. It can corner so well. Better than the KT. Not KT, no. Cal- close, it's though, right? It, it's pretty close, yeah. Right in there.
0: But it's better than the Kawasaki and the tight corners. You can get in the ruts. Surprisingly for how much it weighs and it's I don't have the weight off a hand off hand right now But it is heavy bike on paper, but it doesn't feel like it to the kids not one kid complained about it being heavy Um, And all of them said they love cornering no shocking, you know not shocking there because Suzuki always corners well, right? So Suzuki just needs to up their ante a little bit on some cosmetic changes and suspension a lot of the kids thought it was soft right
1: very soft.
0: That's all you got to say is very soft? We're doing one-word answers now? Yes. I could have got any of the kids to do this with me. <laughs> Come on, you boggin? Get some, clutch it a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. But no, you said it was a little bit soft for your liking.
1: Yes, it was a very little bit soft compared to the Calway. Um Very soft.
0: So the Cowie was a little bit soft as well. So what I noticed from the kids is off-throttle, um, it would pitch. So it had a lot of front-end like it would get front end low, which helped it corner even better, but the ride attitude of the bike was just a little off, I could tell. And uh, some of these kids couldn't react to that as well as others, so um, it ranked 5th. But, like I said, don't let it fool you. The thing still has a barky motor. It sound, besides the KTM Husqvarna, I think it sounds third best. Like it sounds awesome.
1: Yes, it does sound very
0: awesome. So it sounds really cool, and it it rips off the bottom. It just needs to pull harder in the mid to top end. And the jetting is a little bit rich. Um, You will have to raise the needle position again, like I said. Um, I know there is some jetting specs that I need to get out to you guys as well, and I will do that on KieferInkTesting.com. On the RM85, I can get you some cleaner jetting specs if you're on the RM Army. So... Actually, kudos to all these companies for building bikes for kids to rip. Hashtag keep kids on dirt bikes. It keeps this guy next to me out of trouble.
1: Fortnite for life.
0: You don't need to go on Fortnite. We can just go ride dirt bikes, get them outside, get them moving. Don't be a veg veg and just sit there on the gaming chair. Is that what you call them?
1: Yes, I call it a gaming chair.
0: So let's talk about a couple things before we get off of here and we'll let people go. Um, Technique.
1: Oh, God, here
0: we go. What do you need to work on as a rider for you?
1: A lot of stuff.
0: Okay, let let, let the people know out there. Like, what, what does it... One thing that you can improve on that you know of. Um, and don't let me influence you on this. Like, what do you think yourself that can improve on?
1: Cornering.
0: Like, what aspect of cornering? Insides. Okay, like, what, as far as technique, what can you do better?
1: I can... Oh, excuse me. I can fix my arm positioning, body positioning, and shifting better.
0: So, exactly. Shifting is key. Um, tightening your core up in the corners a little bit more. and so Because what happens is Aiden and I see a lot of other kids guilty as this. They, they let the throttle do too much of the work and they don't, they don't do the technique part of it. Aiden's happy with the throttle. And then that gets them in trouble because it gets tired and their brain doesn't know they're tired. But their muscles are. So he ends up swapping out. And I right, see I come around the track. And he's laying the track. And I go, what happened? He's like, oh, I swapped out. Because you got a grip with your legs, son.
1: Oh, God. Here we go.
0: You got a grip with your legs and tighten your core. You understand that? Yes. Okay. So I'd rather keep you safe than have you crash. We've seen what you did before with the knack-knack program, right?
1: Yes. Let's not go there, please.
0: So tell the people out there what happened with that one. Aiden got a concussion here a few months ago at my shootout. What'd you do?
1: I don't remember what i did. do.
0: Okay, but you don't remember?
1: No, I do not.
0: Aiden scrubbed the jump. Try to get all scrubby, right? Because, you know, that's what kids care about, scrubbing and not corners. Aiden scrubbed the jump. He scrubbed it pretty good, and I was riding behind him, and it ripped his foot off, and it whipped, and it ripped it around the rear fender, and he was in a, a knack-knack position, and then went off of the next one, next jump like that, and got whiskey, and went all the way down, boom, to the end of the jump. It scared the crap out of me, for one. I thought for sure he was knocked out. He wasn't, because of...
1: 6D helmets.
0: Yeah, that 6D helmet saved his butt, I, and... The minute I saw that crash and he wasn't knocked out, I was like, I'm all in on this company because it was amazing. Um, But his technique was off. He tried to scrub something he shouldn't have scrubbed. And those are the things you need to teach your kids. Don't worry about all that stuff. That will come. Technique first. Keep them safe. Keep them riding. And I think uh, everyone will be happier. and There will be less hospital bills. Right? Oh, God. Keep mom happy.
1: $3,000 What's your favorite thing
0: about riding dirt bikes?
1: Throwing fire whips to my dad.
0: Oh, my gosh. I
1: mean, hey, maybe if we're ex brands.
0: Do you really maybe. think your dad is not a good rider? Yes. Really? <laughs> no. I mean, do I have old man style?
1: No, like Travis Preston style.
0: So Travis is worse.
1: Travis is way worse. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, TP. I didn't say it. Aiden did, man. Um, oh, hunched back. Oh, man, we got to get TP. But t- t- TP's ripped. He's way more ripped yeah, than I am.
1: He is ripped, yeah.
0: Um, But besides that, what do you like about riding dirt bikes?
1: I like ripping corners and riding with you.
0: Yeah, and that's a good thing with me, too. I get like to spend time with my son. We have the same feeling. We talk about lines and what we're we're cornering and, and what feels good. And um, Do you ever think about dirt bikes during the day at school? Yes, I do. Do, do you have any other kids that ride dirt bikes at school? Mm,
1: yeah.
0: Not, not really, though, huh?
1: No, not really, no.
0: Like a couple people. I
1: know, like two kids that ride. That's really like, yes.
0: Sad man. I had a lot of kids that rode dirt bikes when I was when I was young, but maybe they're all switching up to Fortnite and N- NBA, 2K or whatever the you hell go, it is. You
1: go to my school for a day, all they talk about is 2K, Fortnite, and aspen and and girls.
0: And we stay stay yeah, and that's another thing. Stay away from those girls because dirt bikes first. Because God God forbid if mom finds out,
1: <laughs>
0: she'll tear someone up hardcore, dude. I don't want to see We're that. We're just going to ride dirt bikes and be cool, alright?
1: Alright.
0: So, Aiden, do you have any final words to say to anybody out there?
1: Um, go get your fly racing gear and maybe some X-Brand goggles. That's all you need. Okay. And race tech. And anything, go, any, too.
0: Anything about dirt bikes you want to talk to the kids about?
1: Um, if you see
0: Aiden at the track, or you see me, come talk to us. We like talking about dirt bikes.
1: Yes, indeed we do.
0: Aiden, uh, we're a hugging family. We'll probably hug and shake hands. I don't dap anyone down like Aiden does.
1: Dap me down.
0: I'm not dapping anybody down. Um, I don't listen to Drake. That's a lie. I picked you up at school today trying to impress you, and, and it seems like it didn't impress you that much.
1: No, I thought it was funny.
0: Travis Scott, featuring Drake, Cinema. was on is in the Ridgeline bumping, um, and he immediately turned it down when he got in the Ridgeline.
1: <laughs>
0: is it embarrassing for you? <sighs> Kind of. Why?
1: Because, like, you're sitting there in the car and, like, you have all these kids looking like, dude You're like, you
0: probably think, dude, that, your dad is cool, dude. <laughs> you're probably thinking, man, I wish my dad was Sick that of cool. mold. So, um, thank you guys for joining me. If you have any questions, hit me up at chris at com. I'm happy to answer them for you. That's what we do here. And please go support the advertisers that support this show. It keeps us running and moving. It keeps, uh, clothes on Aiden's back right here keeps him fed because God knows he needs to eat because he's all ribs right here and that's all I see, he's like a carcass Um, but thank you guys for listening to this podcast sure see a lot of these other podcasts popping up now Hmm, wonder what that's all about but if you guys want the real information, you want the no BS truth you come to this guy right here I'll give it to you so thank you for joining me and uh, hope to see you guys at the track And again, keep kids on dirt bikes. It's healthy. It's fun. It's good for the family. Keeps them out of trouble. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.